You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Mall. Who I got in the building with me? It's your boy Cliff Brockman. Yes, 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 man. Fall weather's in full effect. You know what I'm saying? The temperature's dropping. It's hoodie season. You know, people need to be out there scouting their bulls. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> about to be boot up, boot up season. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How's, how was your weekend so far, Cliff? Basically, I work all weekend, whatever. But it was good. I mean, it's always a positive thing. We can make money off of it, so I, I'm not, I'm not power tripping. But I was yeah. working all weekend. Yeah, yeah. You so. know, same old, same old. I was working all week, weekend too. You know, what I'm saying. Shout out to everybody who's at Comic Con. All my black nerds. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I That's wish your I could thing. Huh? I had to work. Yeah, man. You never? Did you have you went yet? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I went a couple of times. But before I started this banking job, I went a couple of times. But since I've been doing banking quarter ends we gotta work the weekend okay anyway it's crazy man even uh i gotta i gotta follow up on our last episode when i was just talking about takashi and i was like i was saying it's finished for him but you was right i told you that that man That's said when he come out he gonna continue rapping yeah, like nothing never happened yeah, because <laughs> let me tell you son a lot of times what happens is not to spend too much time on it is he realizes dudes dudes people say oh, they're gonna kill him when they kill him He's a, he's a government witness. He's gonna have people st- still watching him. Not so. only that, they, you made a good point, and other people I started researching made a good point. Yeah, the morals ain't the same. This ain't the nineties, yeah, bro. I was trying to like tell like you. dudes accept snitches. I, I saw. Dude, trying to tell dudes you, dudes out there literally be like, yeah, he snitch. I would have snitched too. Like it's okay. And it's supposedly Jim Jones been on uh, informing for a while too. That's what I'm hearing. I, I'm not putting you're not it putting out, out there, there, right? Because I like Jim Jones. I like Jim Jones. Shout too. out to his last album. His last that's album was fire. fire. Yeah, definitely. but. You know, it's supposedly he, he he's an informer too. This is what you call. I don't know if he what he snitched on, yeah. but that's just street but, talk. I mean, you, you know? know, like there's always extra. That's why you gotta separate. When you like an artist, you gotta like the artist for their talent. Sometimes their persona is made up. Mm-hmm. We don't really know these dudes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know, uh, shout out to Greedy Gut. Shout out to um, Open Shirt Poppy. They couldn't make it this week. Family, family stuff. You know. That happens. People got to do their family thing. You know what I mean? We have a guest coming in, New Jersey artist Sule. He, he's on his way in. But um, before we're going to you know, get to the guest interview, we're going to have to talk about a hot topic item this week. Everybody know what's going on with the Amber Guyver case, right? So it's like it was like a win, and then it was like a bigger loss, right? Because the win was finally we feel like a cop who was guilty of killing an unarmed black person was not only charged, but sentenced to jail. But then, it kind of like, you know, the sentence of 10 years was kind of light. 10 years is more manslaughter than being found guilty of yeah, murder, right? Like second because, degree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Second so that's degree, different. You but know? then, just the reaction, and sort of, for lack of better words, the kind of love that Amber Guyver's been getting, that's blowing hey. my mind. Hey. It, it is very it's, it's two sides of it right I think at one point you look at like 10 years I think 10 years is light right very light and, um, cause you know she's not gonna do the full I time. don't like honestly I work I work in a uh, jail facility you know and I wouldn't wish jail on my worst enemy 
Yeah. But 10 years for that, and then a, a guy who killed a police dog get 45 years? Yeah. So I mean, this. I put that out there as well. The, the guy who killed the police dog, he had other charges that was adding to it. But for the solely for the killing the police, it was like 37 years for killing the dog. He got so, another 11 years for something so else. So that, 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 that's just, it's just crazy. And there's like so much things that in the past that happened, right? Like, yeah. You know, a guy might get accused for rape or whatever, boom, he might get 15 years off the rip, and, and then, then you get 10 years. Like, and then a white kid, same crime, a, j- a judge would be like, well, we don't want to ruin his life. We'll give him six months probation. So, yeah, like he'll shoot up the church, he'll get six months probation, and then, then, the, men- yeah. then the mental health card comes in the bottom. Well, you know, that's going to be another topic we'll talk about, how unbalanced the justice yeah. system is. But I want to stick to Amber Guyver first, so... Geiger first, so... This is the first first topic is Amber Geiger. Does America have a little Red Riding Hood complex? And the reason why I say that, right? Because okay. we're treating Amber Geiger like she's the victim. We're feeling sorry for her. And it's people of color who are losing their mind, playing with her hair, giving her hugs. One juror said she didn't, she don't feel she feels like Amber Geiger was so remorseful that she didn't even want to give her ten years. And I'm like. This 26-year-old young boy, successful, mm. educated, mm. minding his business in his house, she kills him. He'll never have a life. He'll never, we'll never know the full potential of this guy. Yeah. And we're feeling sorry for the person who killed him. You know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy to me. I feel like we're in a bad episode of the it, Twilight Zone. It, 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 you know what it is, though? It, it's, it's a gift and a curse, right? You look at it like it's it's a bad episode of Twilight Zone, but it shows you how classy we, we are about situations, right? It's easily it's easily said to be like, you know, we could have been enraged and everybody could be like, only 10 years, whatever, but we handle it in a classy situation. As yeah. African-American people, even the brother, the brother hugging her, the judge coming down, uh, consoling her and everything. I'm trying my it's best just, not to cut you it's off. Just, <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's showing how... We're acting as a class act, as being an African American gentleman and sisters all yeah. all together. I get it. Michelle Obama says, "When uh, they go low, we go high." Yeah. So I get that. But this, I can't. My soul will not allow me. I am tired of us turning the other cheek, having to be the better people. We've been oppressed on this planet for as long as we've been around, and at least in the United States for the last four hundred some odd years. How many times do we have to be like, you know what, we got to be the better person. We got to forgive. No, they sold the gun that killed Trayvon Martin for $250,000. That's people out there who celebrated the death of a black man. We're consoling this woman like she made a mistake. If she was driving a car drunk and hit this guy and killed him, she was wrong because she was drunk driving the car, but I could get that. That is a mistake. That is a vehicular homicide. It's like you didn't intend to do that. You went into this guy's house. I get it. I've been tired. I've been tired. Got off the elevator. Got off on the wrong floor at work. Realized I'm on the wrong floor. Go back up to my right floor. My thing about it is you're that tired that you get off on the wrong floor. You start walking into the wrong apartment. The door's open. My thing about it is once the door was open... It would make me take a step back and say, wait a minute. Look around. This is not my apartment. And I would go to my right mm-hmm. apartment. How do you go that far? Because once the door is open, your mind has to start to say, I need to check my surroundings to see what's going on. Yeah. I but, mean, I, I think the whole situation is, is sad. And, and, you know, 
I think ten years was a little light. I think a I, little I, light. I, 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 no, I think it was very, very light. But I think I think deservedly she deserved fifteen minimum, and then eight. My thing about it is fifteen. If both him, both him, Gene, if he would have shot Amber Geiger, Geiger in this situation, they would have been asking for the needle in his arm. That's a fact. But it's it's a sad situation. And then, what makes it worse? The black guy who testified got killed a couple of days later. I'm not saying it's the police who did it. I'm saying it's most likely this racist-ass country reacting to the fact that the cop got um, convicted, that they killed the witness. The, another they killed w- him for no reason? I don't know. What, 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 he got shot in the face two days later, two, three days later. He got shot in the face. He's dead. The one that's seen the situation. Oh, that's 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 crazy. I didn't Another witness that. in the case is getting death threats. They getting death threats because they did the right thing. It's crazy. But let's get into the um, first question. Why are people acting like Amber Geiger is the victim? What do you think? I mean, the bailer was brushing her hair. The yeah, judge gave her a yeah, hug. The, the brother. The gave, brother's yeah. like, I love you like anyone else. The father. The father came out and said, I feel like both of them would forgive her. I'm like, I'm a Christian. I, res- I, I respect life. You know me. I'm so corny that I don't even like watching a lot of mafia movies or even like John Wick because movies that make people die so easy, like people life don't mean nothing. It kind of bothers but, me. Let's, I'm not saying that it's, it's, I think it's, I think with um, the family's handling like a class act, but you never, you never know. That town might be where they live at in da- it's Dallas, right? Yeah, that you never know where they live at. If if they if they came out and said certain things and said something other uh, um about the case or whatever, oh she deserved. If I died defending your honor, then to me I died a good death. No, I'm but what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is you never know how the how the town is and how the people are around there. So I'm not saying that the the family doesn't forgive her and and stuff. And I'm not saying it's not Cliff, an honest mistake. If you hugged my killer the way he did, I'm coming back to haunt you, Cliff. No. I, I'm going to make sure that you always shit on yourself. I'm going to do crazy <laughs> listen, haunting listen, ghost stuff, Listen, a 100%, I'm not hugging anybody. If you if you kill you if you kill my brother, you kill my family, all bets is off. But I I think the bigger picture is that the family is trying to handle it as a class act instead of being enraged and then going to social media and acting a certain way accordingly and and that t- to me, I think that town could be, you know, it could be a, it could be dangerous for them. So you never know. The way they handle it, more people is gonna be like, okay, we ain't really gotta attack them, you know, because you know they forgive her. I hear you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I hear everything you're saying. To me, I'm losing my mind about this. Yeah, like it has me so upset, Cliff. I, I every time I see a news article or Instagram post, I have to just skip past it. I can't. I can't deal with it. My thing about it is we're treating her like Little Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood broke into the Bears house. She ate their porridge. She was in their beds, and then they were made in the end to be the. You know, they got victimized because she was in their bed. And I know Little Red Riding Hood is a fairy tale, but to me, it's just like it—it it has to be America of seeing her as Little Red Riding Hood. How could the person who killed the person, her—they've had text messages of her saying racist stuff. You know what I'm saying? My thing about it is America is making Black Lives really not matter. And I know Black Lives Matter is a whole movement, and that's—that's that's a political kind of thing. But every time someone kills a Black person, it's almost like. Okay, 
Like, what's the problem? Yeah, I mean, it, it de- is it, listen. It's definitely a scary situation, and it got to be nerve wracking just being a black black man in America in general. You know, so the situation is the situation is crazy. But I I think the good from it is how classy the family is being about it. Right? It's 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 for no. us. They 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 yes they're, to me. They're Django. You seen Django? <laughs> yeah, no, you seen Django. J- uh, Samuel, Jackson? Samuel Jackson? But the the, the the family straight Samuel Jackson to me, yo. I think I think I think I think they they handling it very classy right now, and I think they class is not the word I want to no, use for them. Really. No, listen, and, and then also I'm not trying to get religious. Maybe they're you know they 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 you know the Christians and Christians in certain religions. How many times to learn do to forgive, black people have so. to turn the other cheek? Only it's che- a lot of times. The time, only cheek I'm turning right now is my ass to kiss. That's the only cheek that I. It is crazy to me. There's a difference between being a good person, someone forgive, yeah. you know, it was an accident. She's claiming it's an accident. My thing about it is, and for anyone out there who's just like, wow, you know, real talk more of being mad or harsh and stuff like that. He's not being compassionate. My thing about it is, this is, this is my issue, right? And I have good <laughs> friends. I have one of my best friends. He, he, he's a white gentleman. He's a cop. And I love the dude to death. And we always argue about <coughs> things because he always says that things aren't black and white, right? Yeah. I'm not going to shout out his name because I just don't want to shout out, you know, a cop's name and whatever. But that's my dude. And this is this is my own thing. This is what we got to realize. We always want to say being a cop is a hard job. And sometimes they have to react in a moment and stuff like that. But guess what, Cliff? These people get training to deal with these kind of situations. 100%, 100%. On the other end, these black people who get surprised by police officers who get shot and stuff like that, we don't have training. We don't have the opportunity to be prepared for situations like this. So we have to deal with these situations with our instinct. What what could a Botham, Botham Jean, what could he have done differently? My man was in his crib eating ice cream, singing songs. How are you a threat? My thing about it is, there's so many holes in Amber Geiger's story. If you think the dude broke into your place, he's going to cut break into your place, sit down and eat ice cream, waiting for you to come? Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's a little extreme. But like, like I said, I think um, you got to look at it like... you. It, listen, the whole case is... is is in at one end you could look at it like you know it's a it's a sad situation and and, and make you angry, but in another and another and you got to look at it how uh, listen, it shows you like you said Michelle Obama we rising to the occasion in a different way like so you sometimes uh, listen you never know they could probably get the family could be getting death threats too, yo you you never know that you is crazy. you never know you're right you're so right. I, I'm, I'm so, just trying to look at it. The, back end the next it. question on the topic is, how do you feel about the family forgiving her? You, you're saying that you're okay with the family forgiving no, her. No, I'm not okay with it. I'm saying that the way the family handle it is a class act. The way I would handle it, 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 it there's no, I'm, I'm not, not I'm not, Christian, I'm not bro. doing, yeah, me too. I'm not doing no TV press. I'm not doing anything. You kill, you kill my brother, which is on, on, on the show with me right now. You kill any of my family, what you call it. There's no hugging. There's nothing to talk about, you know. And and, and shout out to um. It's only, uh, on a, on a side note. Shout out to um, Eric Garner's uh, wife. Right, they had a press conference with her, and you know they finally fired the cop. Who, yeah. Who, who um, yeah. 
chokehold and kill Eric Garner. And then he said his condolences to the family and stuff like that. And they asked Eric Garner's wife, um, do you accept his apology? She said, hell to the no. Because my husband said 11 times, I can't breathe. Where was his sorry and his condolences then? Each time that he said he can't breathe. That's a real New York attitude. I love that one. Yeah, she, Cause New York, we don't play that. Keep that same energy. Yeah, there's no that, apologies. <laughs> there's no condolences. I've heard some people rumored to say that the the uh, the Gene family has a potential lawsuit against the police department, and that's why they're trying to be light so they could get their money. That's not that's not verified, but that's what people are saying. Listen, you can still be angry and get your money. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. My thing about it is, anyone out there, leave a comment on the video. You know, leave a comment at the podcast. We'll try to get back to you. My thing about it is African-American people of color, why could we continue to have to be the better people in these situations when we're the victims? And this whole thing is like no one's caring about Barkham Jean anymore. It's all about Amber Geiger. I think I think it's because she's a, a woman that people are being a little softer on her kind of doing the, oh, she was a woman, it's a tough situation. These people have training. And I get it. A lot of times things happen in the split instincts. And I know me being so so rah-rah about it, how would I react in my situation? My thing about it is, even in that situation, let's just say Botham Jean was in her apartment, like yeah. she thought it was. Yeah. The dude is singing songs, eating ice cream. If he, even if he was in your apartment, you got to say to yourself, this dude is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's more so like, yo, a person who's sitting in your crib eating ice cream, singing song, sitting down. My thing about it is, I think you have to be even more patient on how you approach the person just killing them down. Because if he was there and there was an apartment, that's something someone's not right in their head. No that's one does fact. that. I, I, I think we, we just trying to... Uh, this whole situation it's it's hard for me to answer because the media is portraying like okay you know they they're feeling sorry for her and every and, and everything maybe could because she's a woman and also but it's one of the things where I think we're just trying to be a class act about the whole situation I think we're tired of we're tired of the Black Panther route and trying to trying to fight back for justice that way we're just saying I think we get we got to the point where with this situation where we're just saying you know what you know what? Justice has been served, and we're okay with the the justice has been, that has been served. My, instead of instead of fighting the other way and, and being enraged and angry, yeah, I that's what you. I think. I, I love when we're on the opposite sides of of an argument because my thing, classy to me, would have been like, I understand she's sorry, but her sorry's not bringing my son back. That's that's the that's the level of classiness I would go. This hugging and kissing and singing kumbaya for this woman, I I I just don't understand it. But what what part of Dallas they from? What, what part of Dallas? It don't from? it don't matter if they no, was from I'm, the Garden no, of Eden. I, what, I'm Adam saying, and Eden what I'm lived. saying is, what I'm saying is, you never know. They'll, this family could have been getting death threats. This family could have been getting all kind of all kind of uh, text messages and and harsh things said to them. So they probably they probably met as a family and came together like, listen, we're just gonna handle what we're just gonna let the justice system do what they need to do. Yeah, I mean. It was no reaching Al Sharpton. It was no reaching all the big political wigs when when stuff like this come out, whatever. Too, I think they 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 came to say, listen. They came together and said, listen. We're just gonna handle it with us, and we're gonna let justice 
justice served. I mean, what you think? I, that's what I think. I, I don't know. To me, like the the victory is even getting a conviction, right? Because it's hard to get a conviction. Yeah. For, for especially when a civil servant like a cop kills a a a, a, a civilian. Yeah. So I get it. Her getting the conviction because her story sounds so unplausible that that's why she got the conviction in the ten years. <coughs> My thing about it is. I, I don't believe in violence for no reason. But I also feel like it, it makes the racist snicker when, when we show weakness like this. You may say it's classiness to me, it's weakness like that, right? Because my thing about it is the people who's on the fence who always be like, oh, um, yeah, it doesn't matter, just another black person dead. When the family act like it's okay, like you killed their dog and they'll get over it, how are we going to get the forget the, the people who have sense? <laughs> The people yeah. who don't have sense, who feel like our lives don't mean nothing. Yeah. When we react like it's okay and we're so forgiving, it makes them it makes them snicker, it makes them laugh. This is, I don't know. So the last question I have on this particular topic okay. is: in the Constitution, originally black people slaves were considered three fifths of a man. That means sixty percent. Yeah. Your life, the value of your life, was sixty percent versus of a of a person. And even though the Constitution has been eradicated, not changed, or ratified, not changed, I still feel like our value as people throughout this country still remains not equal. And stuff like this shows <coughs> shows the truth. A hundred percent, it shows the truth. But like I said, I think, I think, I think the way the brother reacted. And um, through the whole situation and the family, I, I, and then everybody in the courtroom, they 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 felt some kind of. The brother owed me five minutes outside, <laughs> straight up. No, straight up. Nah, Listen, I think I, I think I think you know like how sidebar. You know how like the ignorant side in view wants to beat Tariq ass from power. Yeah, like, it, like if you see pa- Tariq in real life, like there was a skit. Where the guy in the video in the elevator who he said with Tariq like I should beat your ass and Tariq like it's a show dude he's like it's not a show Tariq it's not a show uh-huh. that's how I feel about Bopin's brother yo yeah but I he th- owes me five minutes yo I think I think um he's a very religious dude the brother right and I think the whole I think the whole situation is they going by what their brother what their what their how their brother would feel. About the situation and stuff, I think I think personally the family is trying to take the high road and be classy about the whole situation because hey, listen, every time you we, say classy, you killing me, bro. But hold on, hold that's on, not classy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's weak. If we would have went, if we would go to Black Panther route and we start the marches and we start going haywire and stuff, saying that justice hasn't been served and stuff, what is gonna what what is the end result gonna be? Yo, I, what I is the end end result be gonna be? And then also, like like I said, you got to be careful. I don't know. Where they live at, or what kind of death threats they've been getting? Like you said, the star witness—he got shot. You say he got shot two days That's ago. Crazy. So, so, and one end, if they do go, he would be new in Black Panther style and do the marches and do Mal- go Malcolm. They can also projectively their life could be in danger. And another end, they're doing a classic, classy way of handling a situation where it's more peaceful. But or they listen. They could go Malcolm, or they could go Martin Luther King. Right, both of them got assassinated. <laughs> that just shows you the piece okay. of shit. Hold how on. this country Hold on. Both of so, them, both of them got assassinated. <laughs> but everybody that knows, Malcolm was like, "Okay, this is how we're gonna handle the business." Martin Luther King was like, "Let's bring us together. Let's bring, let's bring things together." So what I'm saying is, I think they they're in a situation where they're like, you know what, we want to handle this peaceful. We don't want too much media 
too much too much media hype on this. Let's just let the justice be served. And That's the what great I feel. Words of Ricky Ross. God forgives and not guilty. <laughs> There's no way because this is I. Right, so let me let me be a God, devil, God. devil's advocate God. and flip the script on you. So when we react to things like this that happens, and then now the next cop is in the situation where it's just like. It's tough, right? Because if she, if she said she really felt in fear of her life, after she shot him and realized she was in the wrong place one time, she had a chance to give him CPR to try to keep, keep his life going, and she didn't do it. What's her excuse then? I, I so so my so I that was I was just adding a caveat. My my question to you now is. When we react this way and we be like, it's okay, we forgive you. God will want me to forgive you. Do you think us being that forgiving and saying it's okay, do you think the next time uh, a cop who I'm going to say who's not in there, who's not acting in their best regard is going to fear the repercussions of shooting a black person when they know that, you know what, I'm going to get a light sentence and the family's probably going to forgive me if I say I'm sorry? There's no repercussions. Not at all. I'm not sitting there saying I'm out here, you know, rooting for people to go be violent, rooting for people to go I feel, be crazy. I feel, I feel like in this situation, you Malcolm and I'm Martin. I'm Martin. But and, and reason, I'm usually Martin. I, and, and, but in this situation, I can't because my thing about it is we, ha- we, ha- we have a young nephew, right? Yeah. It's good, handsome black kid, good-hearted and stuff like that. When yeah. things like this happen, how do I, how do I tell him how to act in certain situations where he could just be in his his, his house chilling and get killed this way. That could be either, and then the country one of the country two, doesn't right. batter eye. Yeah. I haven't heard I haven't heard I haven't heard <coughs> white white peace groups come out and say this is so sad and this that the other. There's there's no my thing about it is people want us to be okay and be forgiven, but where's the people on the other side saying we're so sorry for your loss and stuff like that? That's the that's not come they're not coming out to to you know what I'm saying to, to our defense. It, it's I don't know. I think like I said, I think I think the way the family handle it is I'm not gonna say classy anymore because it's, it's putting you rage. Listen, you no. you a grown man. No, I can't no, I can't tell I'm, you I'm, to I'm change joking, your words. I'm joking. What but I'm to saying me, is I think I think the family took more of a, you know, we can't we can't bring back our love, our love, our, our, our beloved son and brother and stuff. So let's move. Let's try to move forward and and, and forgive her for her sins and stuff. That family, I think that family is very religious and. And I and I feel like they if they if they would have took the other way, who knows? They they probably all could have died. Listen, let me uh another thing that I want to say is right. They've been using the Bible to control us, especially people of color, since the slavery times, yeah. right? And, and 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 my mother's a big religious person, and you know I I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. I believe in a higher being. I believe that you know someone created us. But the laws and the sort of uh, pressure that religion puts us. Because my thing about it is re- the re- religion is always teaching us to be forgiveness, to, to, to be, you know, to forgive and turn the other cheek. But it seems like we're on the end of the strikes. Bro, like I said, I think this time around, I think the family, I think they came together and said, you know what? We're just going to let justice be served and, and try to forgive this lady. I think I do. I do. I feel like they're just as angry as you. Yes, but I think that if they go the other route, who knows? They they might be scared for their life. 
Because you're dealing with a white woman who also is a cop, right? And then you said she got, she, she has racial, racial remarks on her phone or whatever she got, whatever. Who's to say they say, listen, man, this, this, this is a situation we've got to be peaceful. She's a cop. It's not just a regular white lady who went in there and killed him. She's a cop. Law enforcement. It's a whole different ball game. You know, so I think they turned the other cheek to basically not not to say they don't care that this lady killed their, their son and brother, but you know, just to, you know, for safety reasons also. I'm looking at it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I get what you I get where you coming from and and why you highly motivated and angry about because at the end of the day, it, it's sad because even to have the conversation with our nephew, it, it would be hard. Even even me. To talk about this topic, I'm usually the person that you know go through topics easily, but it's touchy because I I I I I was like when I first seen the brother give a hug, I'm like, I was like, what? I was like when I, I first I, seen I, it, I want to slap when, fire. No, when I first I, seen I, I, it, I really I literally thought it was one of those. Sometimes you know, what? Sometimes they 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 <laughs> do these things where black men are infatuated with a white no. woman and i really thought this dude has no. a crush on his brother's no, killer no when i first seen it i was like what is going on here whatever too and then as as they kept talking about it more and more in the news and i looked at it i'm like i i think i think they took the high road for safety reasons and that's that's my honest opinion i think they took the high road for safety reasons like you said the person who testified 2 days ago he died yeah, but they 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 was I don't know right. But think it's about tough. it. I think I think they took I think they took the high road for safety reasons. Let's 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 not put another person in danger. If we go if we go to trial and we start acting acting in rage and doing whatever, Dallas is a very shaky you know a shaky place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's, racism still exists over there. So it's like I think they took the high road for safety reasons. That's my opinion. Yeah, I don't know so. We're going to move on to the next topic. The next topic is the unbalanced justice system, which kind of falls into what we, we were just talking yeah. about, right? And it's just like, I'm, I, am, I am numb. I am tired of how unfair <laughs> the justice system is towards people of color. Yeah. We have the least resources available to us. We have systemic racism. We have limited opportunities. But for some reason, we have to be able to learn to walk the righteous path and stay out of trouble at a rate higher than anybody else. I'm not excusing for people of color and people of limited opportunities to to do crimes and, 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 and evade the justice that's supposed to be served to them. But it's just like, how do we live comfortably when the justice system who's supposed to which our justice system is what's supposed to make us different from all countries in the world right we're yeah. supposed to be democracy but then we don't treat our people right so no. the unbalance of the justice system is there anything we can do to combat the way that we're unfairly treated like you mentioned earlier the two college students both were com- charged with rape a black guy got 15 years 15 plus a white kid got six months of probation because the judge said he doesn't want to ruin that guy's life. Yeah. Different judge, but the other judge in the black kids didn't think twice about ruining that black kid's life. Yeah. So so what could we do? And it's a hard question. I just want your opinion, right? Yeah. What do you think we could do as people of color, just people who are citizens in this country, to fix our unbalanced justice system? 
that that question is is extremely tough, right? Because it it, it seems like we've been fighting we've been fighting all our lives to try to try to fix things, but it's just it's just set in stone. Like even when no disrespect to Obama, even when Obama was president, I just I didn't feel like he was running the country or we had certain things that 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 pushed us forward. Mm-hmm. I still felt like we were still unbalanced at the time. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Obama because mm-hmm. at the end of the day he had he served eight years and you know, it was it was a beautiful thing to have a black man on board. You know, as being African American myself, he was handcuffed. He but was yeah, handcuffed like really I said, even when he was in office, it still was unbalanced. So I think, I think the best way possible. I don't know if we're going to be able to fix it, but to to carry yourself in a certain way, right? With certain things and stuff, you we like it's easy. Like I said, even with this whole trial and stuff, it's so easy to go the way that we used to go and be enraged and and go to the protests and stuff. Our Sharpton used to our Sharpton used to be all over this. That's why I'm shocked that you know the family to reach out to him. He has nothing to work no, with. No, no, that's what I'm. When you when you shucking and jiving and and hugging master and saying, "Oh, I forgive you, master. My son would have forgive you." But uh, Al Sharpton has nothing to work with. But that's what I'm saying. I think that the 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 fact that the the system is just so unbalanced is sad, but. Taking that high road is the only way of being safe. I don't. To me, I, I just feel like that's what it, I think. It, it further, it further stems the fact that we have to become stronger economically. We have to become stronger participants in the, the economics of this country and the property accumulation of this country. We have to build communities where we can self-sustain ourselves. And let me tell you why I say this. I'm not preaching segregation where we just don't live in a society where we interact with people of white people or people you know of non-minority descent I just feel like because we're so dependent and relying on outside sources for our well-being that you know what to us after we already buy the Jordans or things like that we don't mean nothing to these people we're just all we are is customers Yeah, we're customers and then when every four years when when election time come, we're just of another vote. Yeah, but we're not voices. We're not we're not representative of, of of what they feel the country needs. So I I think to to really challenge the justice system, right? Because people used to say like, oh, if you want change, you got to be part of the change. So they're saying that you know we need more black cops, but not not to be offensive toward black cops. But a lot of times the black cops they get into the system and now they got to play ball with other cops who have a majority and now they go against their own interests so the other cops to say, hey, I have his back. He's just like me. He's down with me. And I'm not saying that a black cop has to join the force and start letting black kids go. But my thing is you join the force and you got to let them know like, yo, when we approach these kids, we got to approach these kids like they're human beings and not savages. But, all right. That, when you, let me when, say when one you, more thing. Okay, go ahead. That's the thing that kills me about society and just the way that People of color, African American males and men are viewed as savages, but we got to look at history. Yeah. It, it hasn't been black people who's been savagely wiping out whole populations of people, taking people's land, stealing it from them, killing them, bamboozling them. Manhattan was so, Manhattan was a, bought for twelve beads, worthless beads. Shiny should take all of that property. The yeah. richest. Zip code in the world. And I say that to say this. There's a history of people being bamboozled, 
mistreated, attacked, slaughtered, and it's yeah. not people who look like us. But we still get perpetuated as savages. The justice system. I don't know. I think we have to become political players, but it's really economics. I mean, I, I think I think the most important, like you said, the support got to be there, though, right? Like, with the justice system, you might have one person who believes that, we, and then the other person says, I'm not doing that. Like, though, it's even not even, even to convert it to, to sports, yeah. capping the thing. Dudes were, dudes were behind him 100%, but dudes was like, listen, man, I'm not about to lose $60 million because you want to take a stand and, and, and go for what you believe is right. Yeah. I'm not doing that, right? So that even, even the Kaepernick situation is a prime example of why the justice system is it, just it is what it is, and, and and it goes by the same codes because it do uh, NFL players were not gonna be able to take a stand because they was like I'm not gonna lose my endorsements, I'm not gonna lose certain things, and what you call it, and and no disrespect, it's the white man who cut the check. Yeah, it's like at work. It's like at work. There's certain things that happen. At work and stuff And I'm not trying to uh, Be racist or nothing Because I'm far from that I work with white people And I get along with All kinds of people But There's certain things at work You know you can't do That another person could do mm-hmm. Just because You gotta hold yourself To a high standard yeah. Right And With this This whole situation Even with this whole situation I don't talk to none of my white Co-workers about it Or anything Because I don't wanna seem like The big black raging Man, <laughs> in yeah. in the job, so you just gotta, you just gotta, you, you just gotta. I, ca- I have to be that same. Way you just, you just say, you just gotta carry yourself a certain way, and then also you can still have your values and believe in certain issues, but you gotta for the justice system change. Everybody gotta try to be on board. You gotta have the support system. When we have the lack of support system, it's not gonna work. Yeah. So it's just tough, right? Because <laughs> I just think of Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, about sixty, seventy years ago, they had a Black Wall Street where it was just like yeah. African American shop owners banks everything yeah. and it's not about segregation it's about it's about best interest right like yeah. it, it's tough right because we, 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 we want equality but then at the same time we don't create something of our own so sort of like let's be honest it's not about you know it's bigger than racism like people want to continue to keep things like when you're winning right you do everything it takes for you to keep winning. That's a fine. No one wins in anything and says, you know what? I've been winning for too long. Let me lose and let other people come up. No. So it's, it's never going to be a situation where people decide to act against their own best interests and make it fair for you. But at the same time, like Tyler Perry said, we got we to gotta create our own table. We got to put value in things of our <coughs> own. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to me, it's just like, but it doesn't help, right? Even to to go off track a little bit, it doesn't help when Tyler Perry says that, and then somebody like you know, and Master P's got the same approach too. But somebody, uh, somebody else is saying like, "Yo, Tyler Perry just you know he he's a guy that just being dressed and it's not supportive of his movement." Mm-hmm. So, like I said, when we only have a if it affects me, I only care mentality, and I think because we've been so behind so long, it's like. I only care about myself. I'm not. I'm not about to put my neck on the line for this dude. It's like at work, right? It, like it's like not even at work, but just in situations. You know, stuff has been been wrong at work, whatever too. And it, it only seems like African Americans been done that way. And not just saying I'm not being specific in any jobs, 
right? Instead of all the black people say, you know, we ain't gonna come to work tomorrow. Dudes is like, listen, I don't got no problem with that that manager. He treated me good. I quit my bonus last last month, whatever. Too your problem is your problem. So the so lack of support system is hard for the justice system to change, especially being African American. This period. And that, what, do you got your money? Um, do you got your money in, in uh, black bank? Yeah, I do. Okay, then I can't. Then I can't talk the, about the that. bulk of my savings is in the black <laughs> bank, Carver Bank. Uh, Cliff is gonna step away. He's gonna go get the artist. And I don't know. I mean. You know, I don't want to sound overly political. I just feel like, man, it's tough. Like, it, it's tough. Like, the last 10 years, you know, especially, let's just say the last seven, ever, ever since the Trayvon Martin thing, right? Like, Trayvon Martin happened seven years ago. I was I was a grown man when it happened. It wasn't like I was a kid. And, you know, you know, I'm old enough to remember, you know, O.J. Simpson situation. And you know Rodney King, and you know um, Youssef. I, I, I forget Youssef's uh, last name, but the kid from the Crown Heights, and even the Central Park Five. And I get it. Injustice is gonna happen a lot. My thing about it is, it's just like I feel like when you're a man of color, it's like there's no consequences to killing a man of color. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even. It's not even. A stop for a moment of silence in this country. It's just status quo, and my thing about it is how do we, how do we change that? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we we fight for voices at the table. We fight for presence in you know corporate America, or award shows, or fashion, or industry, and we want representation in the mainstream, but at the same time, our lives don't have equality. And then a lot of times, even our celebrities, they, they, you know, they get money and they feel that money makes them above the struggle and the plights of people of color. And not all celebrities. Some celebrities do fight for us, but I feel like we need more economical situations to represent us. Pull up. The artist is in the building. Sule, representing New Jersey. What's going on, brother? Everything's blessed, man. Blessed. Appreciate you having me here. Definitely, you know what I'm definitely. saying? Introduce yourself. Let them know what you got going on. Um, My name is Sule. Sule's Music. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At Sule's Music. At S-U-L-E-S Music. Um, I'm an upcoming artist. I'm from Englewood, New Jersey. Shout out to Bergen County and everything. Whatever. Right now, I got a, um, I got a project coming out. October 18th called Eviction Notice and everything so make sure y'all stream that on all platforms Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music and everything Yes, it's, it's really really dope like do people ever tell you you got like an old soul when it comes to your music? Yeah all the time all the time because like when I'm um, growing up like my mom's like growing up uh uh, living in a crib with my mom's or whatever, she played like a lot of like golden age kind of like hip hop. Whatever. My mom's a big like Jay Z fan. Nah, she listened to a lot of Big L as well. So it's kind of like that's where yeah. a lot of my motivation really kind of came from. I grew up in a household playing that kind of music, so it's just embedded in me. Like as I started, as I started writing myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed um, growth between the Park Ave project. Yeah, and now Eviction Notice. You right. Know what I'm saying so. What was the inspiration to name the the project Eviction Notice? Um, eviction notice. Eviction notice. Oh uh, yeah, you could. Um, eviction notice is more so kind of like it's um, 
it's more so a representation of being like pushed to the edge almost because yeah. and kind of like really like it's kind of of a do or die kind of mind state really kind of like when you tired of being in the same position or whatever and you're forced to really kind of like you're, you're forced to it's like a survival of the fittest mind state where it's like sink or swim and also kind of like pre- previous times in life or whatever like um I done lost my crib to eviction and all that stuff or whatever and I had to really go back and I really had to get down to the nitty gritty and really build myself up from the bottom or whatever so I feel like that's a representation of just being like and so being in survival mode yeah, honestly yeah so how has the love changed I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let my brother ask some questions too but you know how has the love changed since the Casanova freestyle? I feel like, not to be biased, but I feel like you bodied it at least top five. Because there was there was thousands of them. Yeah. But for me personally, I, I felt yours was top five. I appreciate you, bro. Um, the love, as far as... um, Hold up, pardon me. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Um, as far as... Like, people people always kind of, like, like supported. Like, a lot of people like started following me because I was really like before the Casanova freestyle I was already used to doing kind of like freestyles or whatever I had this joint I'm at the series going on called uh, Sule Sunday where yeah. I drop a freestyle like kind of like every Sunday I rap on new beats old beats or whatever any instrumentals that I could really put my hands on or whatever and it just so happened um I was like so I'm so used to doing freestyles or whatever I was talking to my cousin Luck which is here like right on the um right hand side he was telling me um we was talking about how Casanova. I, I caught the video that Casanova made literally like five, like five minutes after he posted it. He said, "Yo, I got a new song called So Brooklyn. I'm dropping an instrumental. I'm posting anybody who I think is nice or whatever. Boom. So it was like as soon as I heard the beat, I knew off rip. I'm like, yeah, I got to do this shit or whatever. Yeah. So it was like I seen the video like on Saturday. Dropped the video on Sunday. Literally as soon as I posted Casanova, seen it like five minutes after. Like I didn't even get like I tagged him. I didn't even get a chance like. Literally, I posted a video at five o'clock. By five o five, he already reposted it on his page, so yeah. he's seen it mad fast. Yeah. But as far as is like my following, shot up crazy. Shout out to Casanova because like he 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 definitely played a part in like my followers growing. Like from Sunday to Tuesday, I gained like three thousand followers that fast. So yeah. it's kind of like I got more people kind of like reaching out as far as like inquiries for shows and just uh just press in general. And it really helped because I was in a mix of creating eviction notice like already yeah. so it's kind of like I feel like this is the perfect time to really drop the project or whatever so it happened kind of like just in time mm-hmm. so ask some questions I got a million um, questions go ahead so like what's the game plan cause I, I, like my brother showed me your music your music is fire appreciate you I, bro def- definitely keep going what's the game plan do you want to sign to a label do you want to do it independent cause I felt like with the whole streaming game you don't really need the back yeah I was like just, don't get me wrong if if, if the, the correct deal, sense, yeah. Right? If the numbers make sense, and I'm I'm big on not selling your soul or whatever. So my thing is whatever. I feel like a lot of people jump at the first deal that come in their hands. But me, I'm highly confident in my craft, and I know I'm a person that's gonna like. I'm I'm not one of those artists that's gonna be like here today and going tomorrow. I know my career is gonna have longevity because like the music that I kind of make or whatever is like um, like real music lasts forever. So you can't really ignore it. So right now, I'm not really looking for a deal if it. If if it if it comes and the numbers make sense, then of course we'll make the move, or whatever. But right now I'm just building myself up, kind of like independently that way. So that way, when a deal actually presents itself or whatever, we we already got like you have already more equity, created right? Because uh, right. when you chase a deal and you don't have a lot backing, they kind of have you in 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 advantage. But when it's like, yo, we need to partner up versus me. Yeah, it's one artist. of those situations where it's just kind of like, whenever I do sign a deal, let's just say I'll have. 
like I'll be entitled to my own control. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to like because like you you don't want to sign yourself away, and it's kind of like you don't have any say so into your career. I'm big it, on that. In one of the songs, you say, "If I'm gonna sign a deal, I need ownership." I know ownership. Yeah, you know I, um, so I, I said I that on the first smart. track, which yeah. is whiskey. I was yeah. like, "If I ever so, sign to a label, I need some ownership." So, matter of fact, let's let's see if we can have the engineer cue up whiskey so our crowd can hear. All right, let's get right. So it's gonna take a couple of seconds for them to queue it up. Mm-hmm. So, um, ask another question. Um, what rappers do you look for, like motivation, to like past rappers that like, you know, some people like I listen to Nas to get me right in the studio. What rappers do you to get me right in the studio? I'm going straight for Big L. I'm going straight really? to okay. Big L. Like every time I listen to some Big L or whatever, it automatically puts me in my bag. Od. It was one track so. my brother let me listen to. You sound like Pusha to me. I was like, I think it was ounces. I think it was ounces. I was like, yo, he sound like Pusha. Oh, ounces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He sound like Pusha. I like ounces. I like that combination. Yeah, that's my um and uh the the record is featuring my uh, my man's Flea Lord. He's actually affiliate of the Griselda fam. I'm not sure if y'all um familiar with Griselda, like Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, Benny the Butcher. That's actually like my big brother. Conway. Yeah, Conway. Yeah, and shout out to Benny the Butcher or whatever. That's literally like my big brother. Like we like he. So let's catch up. We're gonna um. We gonna play the song out loud so people can hear it. Alright, cool, no problem. You know he loves to drink good whiskey. And this was a good sample. I don't know the original of it, but it was fine. He's slipping in the darkness by war. That's the sample of the record. While laughing at the moon. Eviction notices at my door with a garbage bag. Hennessy, Jack Daniels, I need the pour a glass. Pockets looking slim, it's the first, and I'm needing all the cash. We not trying to go back to robbing like Paula Pat. Sinking in like scuba divers. Ironic, I've been working overtime, but the devil's the supervisor. Getting no sleep, sweating with my toast in the bed. My mother says she see me close to the edge. Damn. Every rapper nigga in sight, I'm sending condolences. If I ever sign to a label, I'd need some ownership. My head is so embedded with talent. We hot girl go public with the money bag like I was Megan the Stallion. Woo! The president is a joke and ain't doing nothing right. Black man in America, that's a double strike. Immigration snatching Latinos with no principles. The sad we seen to come in this country is so predictable. Cause they influence me This last verse I should make a part of your eulogy Your resentment is cruelty Cause ain't no I in team But it's a U and I when you spelling unity nigga Been over time so I don't get no rest Been nice since little bell where I was rapping so so deaf Got niggas in the street that never been inside your combo Running points with the purple like Rajon Rondo All my enemies been trying to compare me so this is fun Checking temperatures for real if it's scary then get your gun They said that I'm an alien to prevail me when this is done I might put a tour together called Area 51 Paperwork, but you signed and said they was jerking you. This industry is always business and never personal. Running suicides in a studio, getting focused. You are now tuned into eviction notice. Yes, yes, yes. That was whiskey off the eviction notice project. So, um, what's your favorite track on this project? Um, 
I got two. Honestly, it's between whiskey and it's between Julio. I was gonna it's say Julio. Julio. It's a nice storytelling kind of situation. Yo, it, <laughs> you gotta, it's crazy. You got an old school feel. Oh, yeah. But it's feel, still it's still relevant. Sometimes people sound old school, but they sound dated. You don't sound dated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of um, like honestly or whatever, because I'm I'm inspired. I'm more so inspired by like kind of like golden age hip hop. Of course, like rap like rap from the '90s. But at the same time, I'm still young, so it's kind of like. I have, like, an old soul with the music, but I still put, like, a modern twist to it at the same time yeah. to where, like, people of my generation could really understand. So it's kind of like... That's why I feel like my music is so dope because I have a sound that people that's older than me, like, somebody that's a couple of years older than me and a couple of years younger than me could actually be in the middle of whatever. So I feel like my music appeals to all crowds, like, like both old and younger. I hate to talk to artists and compare them to other people, right? Because you want right. to be your own person. But what that reminds me of sort of, like... um J. Cole, how J. Cole said he's in the middle of getting respect from the older cats, but cat. at the same time rocking with the younger cats. Exactly, well. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Smack in, like, in the middle of a dish. Um, yeah, you're kind of like in the middle of both generations at the same time. Nice if you're really that. Yeah. So we, we actually got the uh, sound, the DJ, to cue up Julio. So we're going to let him play that. So All whenever right, you're ready. Like everybody's loyalty just took a break these days Never lacking, I just can't afford mistakes these days A mile away, retaliation's coming surely within Let's talk about the situation, let the story begin About like 7 in the morning, the time that I left the studio Then randomly I just got a call from my nigga Julio Rumor has it, he popping Molly and smoking Wooly though Robbing all these innocent people, letting his toolie go His mother kicked the mouse, so now he slaughtered for keeps Your luck was hungry, so he asked what should we order to eat Stomach touching, eating Pringles for five nights Let's call a Chinaman, I need some chicken with fried rice. Now luck was telling me that Julio hitting licks around in all kind of sort. When he hit my phone, I declined it cause I ain't trying to talk. Walk inside the store for my chicken. Soon as I step in line, I felt my phone ringing. This nigga called me a second time. Never answer niggas unless they talk about currency. He calling back to back so it better be an emergency. I helped him through whatever don't matter about what the terms is. So let me see what's up in your Julio. What's the word, kid? I've been calling you for hours. Ironic, I couldn't get to you. But I just hit you up just to tell you I got some bitches so check your Instagram and some chick from Patterson added you I recognized the quick thing, she lived on Madison Avenue I slid up in the DM, she curved it, but now it's gradual But this the perfect time, I'ma show up and put some magic through She only fuck with hustlers, you lit enough, she'll be casual But shorty was a baddie, I told him, text me to add it I could only sit in place for an hour while on his cash route Speeding on a parkway, rolling puffin' a half ounce expired license The radio was playing Miley Cyrus Illegal park right at the fire hydrant If Julio thinks shit is sweet Guarantee he be down better He said that they in room 22 at the Crown Plaza I hope she tryna fuck was kinda drunk and I ain't come for talking I told luck to pass the blick right out the glove compartment Was looking good so I was feeling cocky like I had a pill inside me Scuffing my Jordans up in the building lobby My silly jumping for stops and I'm missing hella paper Was hearing voices as soon as I passed the elevator Julio was off a pill and looking mad reckless Shorty dressed in lingerie and looking half naked Smacked her on the ass, she said you silly for real it's three of them and two of us, so now it's Liddy for real She put my hands up on her chest while I'm dressing, she like a booty rub I put the gun on the dresser by the jacuzzi tub She got on 
on top and started spazzing out with something I could brag about. Then cover my face, what the fuck was that about? I grabbed the finger, she gripping on me just like some vice grip. She pushed me off the sink, then I made my way to the light switch. She grabbed the gun and told me, don't you stand up, nigga. Don't make a move and put your hands up, nigga. Julio came and stepped in a bathroom with a smile and just started clapping. How the fuck I let a bitch in a junkie just catch me lacking? Julio just pistol with me, I staggered with bloody shoes. He said, I'ma fucking kill you, you making these sudden moves. So now I'm dazing out, lightheaded, my wounds hurting. I heard somebody knocked on the door and said, room service. Shorty tied me with a purple unique clothes shirt. Julio said, get the door, but check the peephole first. He moving tight, timid, two niggas, three white women. Shorty opened up the door for a nigga that's light-skinned. All you heard was two shots while he dropping a full five. Julio ain't never people, I was waiting the whole time. He see me on the floor, started screaming like, oh shit. Looked at Julio with hate, then he let off the whole clip. So now there's two bodies, two left and they saw viciousness. I shot the other two cause we couldn't afford witnesses. Julio was somebody that we was cool with, went to school with, but that jealousy made his mood switch. The first one to slap me five and give me a hug. I swear it hurts when you gotta kill a nigga you love. But I gotta ask you a question, right? You know, with with this new hip hop, like you got a, you got a great, you got bars, right? But right. you know, with this new hip hop, it's all about the catchy and it's about being a weirdo. A lot of weirdos is out and getting put on. What songs do you have immediately is gonna hit that ever to hit everybody? Because if you a real hip hop fan and you listening to the two songs that's playing, you know he got it. But what song that you got is gonna? You think it's gonna blow up and go mainstream? I actually got a song on a project that's called The Basement. It's kind of like I'm rapping, but it's still like kind of like it's still got that modern days like like um it's a different it's a different sounding beat. Like The Basement is a song on a project that sounds totally different from everything, and I'm kind of like I'm switching on my flow a little bit, but I'm still rapping. I'm still talking crazy because it's like the Joey badasses and stuff, whatever. If you right. know hip hop, you know that they, they you know real looks and you gotta understand they spin bars, but people. That's mainstream. They like pop but, but songs. This is that's this why I, I agree, and then why this is why I disagree with that because okay. when you kind of ride a wave, when that wave die, you gone. Yeah, but right. if you have your own sound, you're gonna eat forever. So that's why you'll have like a Kendrick Lamar and a J Cole who can like weather the storm when because right now everybody sound like they whining on the track. And that's and that's hot for now. It's not gonna be hot yeah. forever. And then what happens when a new sound is popping by next year and a new and uh, by the next year, the next two years or whatever? If that song die, um, if that kind of like style like dies out or whatever, I'm telling you, like kind of like everybody like has like their run. That's why it's like. You could always be like be more wise with beat selection, but stay true to yourself. I'm a firm believer of just creating an art that you want to create because at the same time, whatever you ride a wave, the wave is gonna crash eventually. Yeah. Like a lot of the people that really stick to like making the music that they want to create or whatever, like kind of like 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 J Cole didn't have a two year run, a three year run, he's still going. Kendrick yeah. Lamar didn't have a two three yeah. year run, he's still going. Yeah. So I feel like because the reason why I believe. Like waves end because remember that auto tune wave. Even even when Jay Z did Death for the Auto Tune, Ghostface said, "Yo, I had this crack ass auto tune <laughs> track." But when Jay Z dropped that, he killed that whole wave. And now everybody who's using auto tune, who's still around? That's true. But you know, know I'm saying you got You got to think ahead. Hip hop too now is it's a different genre. It's not just all about lyrics. It's it's how you look. It's how you dress. What you gonna right. do to yeah. to get the audience? It's all about branding. Yeah, it's all about branding. It's all about branding. We only had an hour. We're coming at the end of the hour, yes. so we want you to um, 
do two things. Let them know, re repeat about the project, how they could contact you. And if you could give us like 30 seconds of bars, we appreciate that. All right, cool. Um, well, you can uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sule's Music, at S-U-L-E-S Music, and make sure y'all stream Eviction Notice that's coming out um, October 18th. Park Ave, Park Ave 2, they, they need to go back oh, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. I about to say, stream Park Avenue that's out right now on Spotify <coughs> and Apple Music as well. So while you're um, waiting for the next joint, go back and listen to Park Avenue. Yeah, we got, two, uh, yeah we, we got two more weeks till Eviction Notice come by. So if you haven't heard Park Avenue, I would say definitely and definitely try to definitely fuck with Park Avenue. It's, some, it's a lot of joints on there. It's a lot of joints yeah, on there. Yeah. So if you could hit us with something, even if it's a verse from from the the album or something. That's oh yeah, 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 most definitely. I but I could just spell acapella, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, copy, 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 copy. I said I heard the beat, but I ain't know what to write. First line metaphor, should I spit by my life? My music's the only dosage. Overdose on Frankie Lime and the nose of Macaulay Coke, and I'm hoping my foes is open. I could teach them all the raps, let them practice they rope a dopage. Let this automatic fly like them bitches from Hocus Pocus. Look, palm the heat is at all of you non believers. Make your oldest daughter fuck for a Dutch and a Lama Rita. Listen, my new connect, I swear he awesome as shit. We Debo and Craig. I tell that nigga toss me a brick. I stay official cause the pump stay on me just like an asthma attack. I song right but got punches just like a battle rap. I never needed help from a nigga. I guess they mad at that. Surround you with some arms in a circle. Let's do the Cabbage patch, no evidence and ain't no photos caught. Let's hit Manhattan, get the Soho board. You niggas think I'm athletic the way I'm dripping in this polo sport. I'm hitting punches like when Kodo fought. I'm so pistachio, my shooters know the suit on sight. I tell them rapido, though, I tell you where them great gats be, but no DiCaprio. Hold on, I still. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's fine. Yo, yo, shout out to Suloy Music for coming through. We really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So. We got to go. Shout out to everyone who's following us. Like I said, on the 18th, eviction notice is coming out, but stream Park Avenue now. We out. Peace. Peace. Views. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Nah, 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 nah. You know, we, uh, we had a, we, we did a show, like, we was talking about the whole trial and situation. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo Views from the friend zone Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kinda sweet and you wanna be friends though? It's cool though Just don't 